Hi, I'm Ollie. Hi, I'm Jazz, and welcome back to Mix Talk. Wow, it has been a long week it again, has. but somehow I feel like it's felt like a shorter week than last week, even though I technically only had a four day week for work. Mm, I get, yeah. But yeah. I mean, the more you are there, I guess, the longer the weeks are because of the routines. I don't, I don't know. Sometimes, I don't know. Sometimes it just goes, girl. Yeah. I think I was just very tired last week. Like, overly tired, not ready for the early mornings. You know, they hit me like a ton of bricks. It hits you hard. It hits you really hard. Not going to lie. I'm just going to have a glass of wine because I have it in front of me, so... Oh, I am so jealous. I'm actually, um, okay, well, dry jam isn't working, but technically I'm supposed to be supporting my mum and dad in dry jam, even though I'm going to the pub tonight, so, but in the house I'm not allowed to drink, so that's sad. (laughs) I, wow, I didn't even know I was doing a dry jam until my sister gave me some wine for Christmas. And I haven't opened it until now and haven't drunk since like New Year's either. Um, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, wait, I haven't had a glass of wine. So I was like, I might as well treat myself since I've been so good with what I've been being yeah. so good not doing. Cause that makes sense. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I feel like I drank so much over Christmas, maybe I my body needed the break. It's a good detox. Just needed. To. It is a good detox. I feel like I didn't drink that much during Christmas just because my parents do not drink or my family... What? Gen- sorry. Um, my family generally does not drink, so... Yeah. yeah. I, I haven't... But anyway, how have you been? <laughs> How's your week been? Um, uh, as we've established many times before, it's been up and down, girl. It's been up and down. <laughs> it's never a dull day with me, is it? Um, I cannot remember what we had, what when we last spoke, because I know we were supposed to speak on Sunday, but your girl. I think it was last. I think it was last Friday. <laughs> so it has been a week. It has been a week. Um, I kind of, I've just been at work, to be honest, and, um, Sunday was not feeling well, I'm not, I'm, like, emotionally well, not physically unwell, if that makes sense, like, I was just not with it, um, so this is why I just hoped you would not text me the whole day, <laughs> and you didn't, so, um, probably not way we should be handling business right now, <laughs> just hoping the other I doesn't mean... text <laughs> Probably should be like, hi, I'm not feeling well. Can we do it? This and this. But it was just a hustle yeah. to pick my phone up and be like, I'm not feeling great. So I played into the, I hope she doesn't say anything vibe. <laughs> I think we're both on the same wavelength. I don't, do you know what? I can't even remember what I did Sunday. That's so. the scary thing about it. But um, I was just thinking, if I don't say anything and Ollie doesn't say anything, then we don't do it. I was like, this is a really bad idea, but I'm going ahead with it. <laughs> Guys, this is where we're friends. This is why we're friends. We have the same thought process. Like, obviously, I wouldn't do this if it was at work or if it was anything else. But just because 
our friendship is the way it is. It's like, you know what? If you didn't say anything and I don't say anything, we're both at the wrong here. That means that we're in the right. So it's fine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but this, this Sunday, Sunday, we will be on it. Um, yeah, we're recording Monday's podcast on a Friday. And it's not good, honey. It's not good because we've done this before where we have recorded and um, I think it was Jazz who forgot to plug in her microphone and we couldn't re- record it because we it was a Sunday Eve editing. There was yeah. no time. So we need to actually be, we need to pull up our socks as, our pri- as my primary teacher would have told me. Pull up your socks. This is what we need to do. Sunday is the day, okay? Hold us accountable next week. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> yes um okay sorry i've been babbling a little bit around here but i have been mainly good um after my little breakdown on sunday and i've also like i think a two three podcasts ago we talked about how like if you're feeling low if you want to just dive into it just feel your feelings and do whatever you need to do to just work through it while feeling it and I did that on Sunday I did what kind of calms me down and Monday was a new fresh start and I felt so much better um so it's been good after that I have been working but I've not been working as much which kind of worries me because a girl has rent and bills (laughs) but the free time has kind of helped me get back track to my dreams Or like being more like, okay, I need to do this. I need to do this and do this. I know. And this is also what I've been saying in the podcast lately. Like, yes, I have a job, but my free time does not mean free time. My free time does not mean I can sit down and watch TV all day. I have to search for jobs. I have to go to social events. I have to do so many things to get within like the industry that I want to get into. So I've been doing that. And I, okay, so I'm gonna try and say some things without saying too much because I don't even know how much I can say. Um, I know I recently wanted to go back into acting and when I say I wanted to go back into acting, I meant more of like a theater acting because that's what I've grown up with. Um, But your girl managed to get into a series. Um, It's not really a big thing. Um, It's just like, a stat like an extra but it's like it's such a good thing to like build your name up and like get contact so that is great and then I know every actor or like any any professional actor would tell you not to do this you should not go into commercial business if you want to be taken as a serious actor within other series or film acting but I want to go into production so I really don't care about that part so i have an audition to have a commercial film I guess so I've been doing small things so I'm proud of that thank you that is so (laughs) exciting I'm so proud of you honestly it doesn't matter like how big or how small like things are it's still the little achievements I'm so proud of you and it's not even a little achievement it's a big achievement I don't know I'm just so excited I'm gonna see my girl on the tv I'll be in the big screens honey I'll be the one annoying you every commercial break honey um so yeah that kind of felt good and I've just been searching for jobs and just like nugging on my contacts being like hey LB how are you um so yeah 
so yeah it's really been up now it's been up um nothing really to report back oh yes i am finally in the loophole of going to the gym automatically like there's no question about it i'm very proud of that so what i am challenging to every listener out there even you jazz is to have an eight week challenge i can post i can post out an eight awake loop can i speak no i'm having a podcast yes i can post a eight week challenge on instagram um i'll try and um make it before this launches where we're all gonna work out for eight weeks and it's not even like heavy duty it's like going to the gym twice a week 30 to 40 minutes like one of the days so it's not that bad but um I remember like doing eight week challenges 16 week challenges and kind of helps you grow and helps like I as I said before I'm a goal I'm motivated by goals so like going to the gym and being like in the nutshell of just going to the gym does not help me that much I need to know what I'm doing and what I'm achieving and this like small eight week six weeks goals is such an achievement because like you can write down your progress you could do 10 burp no you can do two burpees the first day and then 10 burpees when you finish achievement it is just a great thing so i'm just challenging everyone there to just either look up an eight week challenge that fits your workout ideals or i'll try and make up one so we can do it together so yeah that is my update to (laughs) y'all that actually sounds amazing like i've been so bad with gym lately like this week I had netball Monday and that's literally the only exercise I've done this week apart from like walking from the station to work which is about five minutes (laughs) so I really need to like have something to motivate me and I definitely think like you said goals really help or like challenges sometimes the hardest part is just thinking about what to do at the gym and if somebody tells you what to do it. it makes it easier so I'm for that definitely for that more pressure on me guys but we go we progress (laughs) so what about you how has your week been uh yeah it's been good I feel like it's been kind of boring like not a lot's happened oh my god something did like major happen and it's not even that major but it is major on Saturday um, my netball team won their first netball match. <laughs> oh, well Finally. done! Well done. What was the score? Thank you. Not that that is important. It was a twenty-seven twenty. So that's not really that good. Like for netball, um, you should probably be getting a lot more points, like goals than that. Um, for example, one team, uh, one, like, because there's multiple teams within, like, the team. There's multiple teams within the group. Yeah, yeah. Club. Club. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, um, and one of the teams won, like, 52 points. Like, they got 52 goals and the other team got 25. So that's where you should really be. Um... But uh, yeah, no, it was a big win for us because we haven't won all year. So that was amazing. Um, 
yeah feel a lot better about winning because I really didn't want to go as well it was pouring down with rain and I was like I hope it gets cancelled because of the rain because it was like really bad um and of course when we got there uh, the rain stopped so of course it wasn't gonna uh, be cancelled uh but now I'm glad it didn't because obviously nice win <laughs> uh yeah that is the biggest achievement of the week <laughs> um other than that it's been pretty boring I've gone to work every day come home and been tired it was my friend's birthday so I went to the pub actually on Tuesday so I've broken dry January very quickly uh but I was I was sensible I only had two Proseccos and I feel like that was really good of me well done thank you <laughs> um yeah and then the rest of the week yeah been pretty boring I've watched films I've been or like watch tv I've been so tired when I got in I haven't wanted to do anything um most exciting an exciting thing that happens well I had a bath yesterday and I haven't had a bath in so long and I know it's really boring but that was really exciting for me okay and I used like a bath bomb that I bought in Berlin that me and Sam were supposed to use and we never used it and it turned my water purple so I was really happy <laughs> oh this isn't really me but my sister got a tattoo and it's very nice. It's very nice. I just saw it. Yeah, it makes me want to get my tattoo done. But because I had a dream about it, I'm really scared to get it done because I feel like it was a sign not to get it done. I had a dream ages ago about the tattoo that I wanted in a different position and it looked different. So now I don't know what to do. I'm like, do I go with the dream or do I go with what I wanted in the first place, you know? I don't know. I feel like dreams sometimes just kind of reflect your not insecurities, but um your your thoughts doesn't really mean to mm. do mean something. Like you know when you have a stress dream about job, like work, like how everything could go wrong. Maybe it was that kind of vibe. Yeah. Maybe. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. It's it what you got weird to do, one. honey. Who knows? There's no rush. No. There's no rush. But yeah, pretty boring week. Um I guess I could save this for Sunday, but I'm too excited. I'm going to for afternoon tea on Saturday. <laughs> like an old grandma. <laughs> You're alive. I know like mixed talks about like growing up after uni, but this is like the highlights, Jazz. One year on that ball. Um that ball Oh, having a bath. Yes, having a bath. Having a bath. And drinking two Proseccos. And excited for afternoon yeah. tea. Yeah, I do feel like a grandma. That is a good highlight. Right now. That's a good highlight. <clears throat> but yes, excited to hear all about it on Sunday. <laughs> Not Friday, but sun Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, also... Talking about afternoon tea, it's not really afternoon tea. Um, I have work tomorrow, but guess what I'm doing tomorrow? <gasps> I do know. Do you? You, yeah, you put it on your story, but this time it wasn't in my dream. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I did. You're yeah. going to see your sisters. Yeah. Half sisters? Yeah. Yes. 
looks excited. I'm so nervous. I feel like I'm going on a first date. I wasn't even this nervous when I met Simon for a first date. <laughs> what? I, I don't know what to do with myself. Just don't know. It's going to be so good. So, It'll be really good. Stay tuned for the tea. I don't even know if they listen to this. If they listen to this, hi, how are you? Um, if they don't, that's fine. Um, I don't know how they would get this link, but my heart is you never know. a little bit. But cheers to 2022 growth and afternoon teas. Yeah, and that's already one of your goals that are going to be done. So I'm proud of you. Thank you, thank you. Okay, okay, okay. Enough chatter, chatter. So, as you all know, we're drama and film students. And, of course, we love films. And it's a big part of our lives. Well, it's a big part of my life. Um, I have to admit, I've been a bit bad with watching films lately. Series have taken over my life. Um... But we have decided to look at what films we've enjoyed recently and uh, give you some recommendations. Um, And we're both going to look at different genres. So you have a lovely extensive list to add to your, uh, I don't know, maybe you have a film list of films you need to watch. And now you're going to have so many that you need to watch. You're not going to know what to do with yourself. Or you would have already watched it and been like, yes, I love that film. No, I hate it. Your film choices are disgusting. I highly doubt it. But I don't know if you want to kick it off first. Yeah, um, I do agree that I... Um, yes, we are a drama and film students. And I really want this to be a part of our segment. Not, not every week, but like a little bit of a sprinkle around here. And yes, I'm really bad at watching um, films, actually. I've been watching a little bit of films lately, but not that much like I used to before. I've been watching series and binging series and it's not good for me. But I'm going to kick this off with a lovely thriller. I don't know if this is a thriller or what it is. I will call it a thriller and it is classified as a thriller, I think. But it is the film, uh, most of these films you can, what I'm talking about right now, can be accessed on Netflix or Disney Plus or you can rent it however way. But the first film that I would love to talk about is The Platform. It is a Spanish film. It's a good film. Jazzy is saying that it's a good film while nodding and eating her little snacks. <laughs> but yes it's such a good film um yes i said it's spanish and it is di- directed by carlos juarez i don't know if i'm saying that right but yes it's really good and it came out in 2019 so it's recent my friend actually put me onto this film and my film nerdy side came out while i was watching this because it's a very slow film not gonna lie to you it's nothing really heart pumping getting your attention film it is very slow and you have to read between the lines and not just what you see and it is i'm gonna try to talk about it without saying too much so if you haven't seen it it's not gonna be a spoiler but spoiler alert in this whole episode so what happens is that this man is trying to smoke to trying to stop to smoke i think 
So he puts himself into this rehab, rehab kind of vibe place, checks himself in. And in this place, you can only bring one thing, whatever it is, you can only bring one, not multiple. So he chose to bring a book and he was checked in. While the film, uh, as we watch the film more, we notice that this is just not a rehab center. Um, some people have gone to this because they were they killed someone and just other, other things that have happened to them that brought them to this place. So this place is kind of a cell, but it is a very long building with different floors. And there's a hole in the floor or the roof, however you wanna see it. And this hole on the floor kind of helps feed them because there's a catering company that is above everyone and they serve a lot of food enough for everyone. I think there's like 250, 333 floors. We're not really sure. Um, so basically they build up a feast every day and send down the platform. This is why it's called the platform. So they send down food in the platform and each person can eat, but they only have a um, significant amount of time to eat. You cannot take the food and store it. You can only eat while it's there. If not, it'll, uh, the room temperature will either increase or decrease until death. So that is a little bit of like what the story is about. I'm a very shitty um storyteller even though I do drama and film but when it comes to describing stories it's kind of very difficult but hey ho hopefully that was clear um but yeah so this film I read into it as um it's like the metaphor for the class systems and capitalism because they do make enough food for everyone. However, the people who are on top are greedy and eat and eat and leave um, nothing for the people who are bottom. In the film, you notice that it is taboo. It's against the norm to talk to people below you. So when you're trying to communicate to someone above you, you can either like someone um, can spit on you, someone can throw something at you just because you're um, below. So it's kind of like reflecting the classism and capitalism that rules most of the world. Um, there's a child in here. Um, the way I read this child was like, um, the ch children are kind of innocent. They're the future and very, and she was like kept, or he was very, I'm not spoiling anything. He or she was kept very safe. So like, I kind of read into it of maybe the future will change, but the ending was very abstract. Like there was no clear ending. It just ended and I feel like this is the same way of like the screenplay or <coughs> the screenplay the screenwriter or director kind of like telling us if there was a simple answer he would have written it he would have written it and be like this is the solution to the capitalism problem that we have in the world but there's no real answer to it so that's why it just ended very unsatisfyingly so I had to like chew on that ending for a while because I was like that was a very shitty ending at first because like what, what about the child? What about like, did he stop smoking? Like, what about like the people that are in there? What is going to happen to them? But that is, yeah. the, that, that is the point. We haven't solved that capitalism problem. I read way into this film more than I should have, but um, it is a really, really good film. You should watch it. 
this is not a film for people who like fast films and um scare away easily i guess but it's very very good if you are willing to yeah. put in the time i've seen that film actually it is such a good film and you do watch it and you are a bit like what the fuck is going on um but yeah it's definitely a comment on like capitalist societies and how they feed on like somebody being at the top and somebody being below um and the idea of like this drop or kind of like a drop in between where all the food is uh just shows how people act when they're um when they're put into like different levels I suppose and it's so simple it's just literally the fact that they're like literally physically higher than somebody else it's not even like metaphorically you can see the physical difference and I think yeah I really like the film anyway it's good I don't want to give anything away either so I'm trying to keep it in but yeah it's a good film yeah I was trying to explain it without no I think you did well I think you did well Thank you. I, I deserve 100%. Yeah, definitely 100%. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, what about you? What is your second okay, film? Okay, so I'm going to go with... What should I go with first? Okay, I'm going to go with romance first because um, it's not really a new film, but I watched it the other day and I forgot how much I loved it. Um... It is one of my favourite... I think it is my favourite romantic film. And it is When Harry Met Sally. Just love that film so much. Um, I quickly see what... So it was made in... Or it was came out in 1989. And the director is Rob Reiner. Um, yeah, it's an old film, but it is a classic. Uh, it's the kind of thing where like two friends um have different relationships uh and at the end they kind of I don't know it's obvious they kind of you can tell that they like each other and they're gonna get together I'm not spoiling it trust me but it's really good it's um I feel like I don't know if people have seen this scene a lot on Instagram or TikTok but it's got the scene where the girl uh Sally is showing how women can fake orgasms in the restaurant and like everybody's watching her and it's just such an iconic scene uh so that would definitely be my romantic choice I guess it could be a rom-com as well um actually here online they say it's a romantic comedy I guess it is but I would just I always think of classics as just romantic films now which I know is wrong because I'm sure it is a rom-com but yeah, I just had to I had to put that in. I just love it. I watched it over the holidays and I forgot how good it is. It just makes me smile. Even if I think the uh male character Harry is really ugly. I just don't think he's good looking. But maybe that's the point. I don't know. Maybe it's like not about the good lookingness, it's more about their relationship. <laughs> yeah. It is all about fuck the society norms of how a beautiful man is supposed to look like. Yeah. And love is blind. 
Yeah, I just like how you see them like change through the years as well. I love little films like that. It's just a feel-good film, and sometimes that's what you need. Definitely do agree. We are. I love. I love a good rom-com. Um, with this rom-com, I do also have a rom-com. Um, maybe it's. I don't even know if it's romantic or a comedy, but it is rom-com. Well, it is both. But um, yeah, I haven't seen actually going back to when harry met sally i've not seen it in a while and i kind of want to watch it again so it's I on um, watch amazon it. prime at the moment but uk i don't know if it's on norway um uh, i'm not i'll find i'll figure we a way out it. i figured other ways <laughs> i have watched um i think we had like this Af- uh, afghanistan war film to watch um in film class and I do not I was not really good at going to film sessions so I always used to track them down on my computer and maybe this is why I have a virus but I, if I can track down <laughs> that film there we go <laughs> I can track down when Harry met Sally you definitely can it will probably be easy to yeah, find no. yeah <laughs> Um, okay, back to rom-coms. I have a rom-com that I love. I haven't watched this in a couple of years now, actually, but it is Set It Up. Ooh, haven't seen that. It is, oh, you should, you'd love it. Um, it's very chill. Um, you just need to just turn off your brain and watch it. So this film came out in 2018. It's in English. Um from the US obviously very big title there but um this rom-com is um you know like how everyone knows how a rom-com is two two protagonists that meet each other and fall in love but between like falling in love they get through um obstacles but with this rom-com they are diverse I did not actually clock I did not clock this before I looked at it again because I just watched it to watch it but now I kind of like was trying to fastly rewatch it just to like get my brain working again and the main character is Lucy Liu um as obviously like the girl in this film and Tay Diggs as the male and what is really incredible with this is that there are people of color, but as well as their bosses of their own company. So like Lucy is her own boss and has like people working under her and has her own like career going on. And um, Tay has also his own career going on. So how to describe this film without saying too much is that um, there are two assistants that are overworked and underpaid and they're working their asses off um, one of the assistants wants their own career but it's really hard to start their own career because all of their energy is taken to being an assistant to to Lucy while the other assistant also kind of has the same like he has passions and dreams and he's still tied down with his work and one day the assistants met and first I thought like oh maybe this is a film about the assistants like falling in love because like Lucy and Tay are actually very big actors but they didn't really show up um, as much in the beginning 
so like they met they had a quarrel and when they made up obviously this is not spoiling like if they fought and made up what a spoiler um they planned out a way to set up their bosses so it's like a parent trap (laughs) boss edition and um so yeah that is how it goes i feel like this film is very predictable but kind of timeless because i haven't seen a lot of rom-coms made the way they used to be made in the early 2000s and i feel like rom-coms is r&b if we're gonna compare it to music i will fight anyone on this one r&b is not made the same way they used to in the early 2000s i feel like i have the same motive with rom-coms it's just not the same you know boombox love like actually fighting for your love it's just i feel like this has brought it back a little bit it has a little bit hint of early 2000s vibe even though it was made in 2018 um i don't know if i mentioned the director or like the producer but it is juliet berman and justin nappy but yeah that is I do think I've actually seen it. Now you've explained what it's about. I don't know if I watched it with you, but I remember watching it. So I definitely seen it. Yeah, that that is a good film as well. I agree. I love like old like as you can see as I chose when Harry met Sally. I love the old rom coms. Like they're just so much better. You just can't get as good at them anymore. Like, oh, just love them. Oh, sorry, I'm just thinking about, oh, so good. So, yeah, but I agree that, mm, I do agree that one kind of brings back that, like, retro romance vibes. So I really like that one too. Um, sorry, my dad decided to play really loud music. Um, anyway, my next choice is drama and it's, it says it's thriller, but I would not say it's thriller. I would say it's drama, and it's a new film, and it was out on Netflix, and it's still out on Netflix. It is called The Power of the Dog. It is a film from 2021, and it's directed by Jane Campion. Um, and it's got some really good stars in it, so it's got Benedict Cumberbatch in, uh, who you'll probably know from like Sherlock or the Avengers stuff, can't think of what he does now, time person. Um, Kirsten Dunst, she was in the original Spider-Man kind of films, she was um, Gwen Stacy in it and then she's also been in like loads of other films but yeah she's got a recognisable face. yeah, so they're like probably the biggest actors in it. Um, it's really good. So when you first watch it, you kind of think, again, like, what's going on? It's kind of slow. Seems kind of boring, but it's set in, like, the Western times or it's set in, like, kind of Western America as well. So you think, oh, like, why am I watching a film about cowboys and stuff? Like, that's definitely how I felt. Uh, but... It actually comments a lot on, like, um, male... Oh, I don't know how to... Like, 
male fragility I suppose and how like during those times and it's all like white actors again but I guess it's white male fragility it's like this idea that white men have to be really strong and um show like themselves like show who they are and like be macho all the time but they really don't and like within it there's a lot of hints of like homosexuality so you kind of get the idea that Benedict Cumberbatch who's supposed to be this like hard gritty cowboy you kind of get this idea that he could be homosexual but you don't actually know um but yeah they they definitely have these inclinations of it which I really liked because they were really they were quite subtle but you can't miss them at the same time and you're constantly guessing like is he gay is he not and they gear up to this like point where you think something's gonna happen um again I don't want to give too much away but like then I mean it does or it doesn't and you don't really find out and then the end huge twist like a huge twist and I'm not gonna spoil it and it completely makes the film because you're watching it and you're like okay like is it gonna like speed up like is anything gonna happen kind of thing it's one of those films that you really have to like dedicate your time to and you have to like listen to the listen to like the dialogue but also take in the um what you are shown because it's a lot of like long slow kind of shots like landscape shots and stuff but they have a lot of meaning within them and then yeah the ending just oh amazing changes everything um so I'd definitely give it go but you've got to give yourself time to watch it you need to be in the mood it's one of those films where you need to be in the mood definitely but yeah go watch it (laughs) might as well do about after playing this podcast because i'm very intrigued i want to know what this plot ending is i'm always when there's a plot ending i'm a sucker for a plot ending because i have seen so many films in my life that i kind of know how most of the films end and i don't feel like this is me being a film student i feel like everyone in this planet who has watched a number of films know how films end if it's a comedy if it's a horror it's like you kind of so plot endings. I'm so excited for those. Oh, amazing. I love that. Okay, so my next film of choice, choice of film, my next choice of film, there we go, is, um, this is a very well-known documentary, actually. It is The Death and Life of Marsha P. Johnson. This is, um, I haven't, yes... I haven't actually seen it, which is really bad. It's really good. It's really good. I haven't seen it for a while now, but it popped up. It called my name when I when we decided to do this short. Sh- I do not understand why I became um, Australian there, but when I decided to, um, when we decided to do this podcast about films, it kind of scrum scrum my name. Like it was kind of like screaming, telling me to use and talk about it. Even though I haven't watched it for, I think, I think I watched it last two years ago. And so, um, to the people who do not know who Marsha P. Johnson is, some people would go as far as saying that she was an equivalent to, um, oh, now this is bad. That is, is bad. 
She's equivalent to Rosa Parks. There we go. Um, she is the face of transgender movement and she has done a lot of work within the transgender community for it to go forth. But in 1992, I wrote this in my notes, 1992, um, she died, but it's still a mystery of why she died. Like, is it because, um, the police obviously wrote down it was suicide. She's a person of colour as well as being transgender. Like, there was not a lot of effort to to put, put in towards this. So, it's still a mystery, but it is a suicide within um, the police force. So, but this film is not just about um, Marsha. It is so much more than that. It is, like, the film dives deeper than just um transgender um marsha sorry it goes into highlighting many in integral moments of the history of the lgbtq plus moments i do not want to say too much about this film because or like documentary because if i tell you everything then there's no reason to watch it i guess but um yes you just see a lot of fundamental groundbreaking history um revolutions in this film and it is such a good film and everyone should watch it i am not forcing anyone to do anything but it is such a good shout oh i'll have to give it a watch i am as ollie knows a big documentary buff i love watching documentaries um and i've never watched this one i always see it um advertised and i've just never watched it and i didn't actually realize that nobody knows how she died. So I'm definitely intrigued. I'm going to have to watch it. It's going to have to be one of my... I love watching like documentaries in the middle of the night as well, scaring myself. So I'm going to have to do a little late night documentary watching this weekend, I think. You kind of, you're, kind, you're that kind of person who watches documentary series of how to get away with murder just for fun. And I'm in for that. I'm in for that. Oh, um, yeah. So if... If someone accidentally... Oh, I'm not going to say that because I'm probably going to go to jail, but... <laughs> I mean, I did watch How to Become a Tyrant in the middle of the night, so you all better beware if I become in power. One eye open, guys. <laughs> Sleep with one eye open. <laughs> um, I forgot to mention that um, this is a film by David France and it was produced in 2017. Lovely. But yes. Um... So next film I'm going to do, it was released in 2020 and I cannot remember who person is, who directed it. Ramin Bharani. How could I forget? I did a one of his films I actually wrote about in my dissertation. So that's great that I forgot who the director was. Uh, but yeah, his films are actually amazing. He looks a lot at... Um, society and societal issues and I would put this genre down as crime but you could also put it down as like drama maybe a bit of comedy um but it's mainly been put down as crime and it's called The White Tiger and it's basically about this um it kind of looks at like okay wait I'll start from the beginning it's about uh India and it's about this guy um who lives in india and um he lives in poverty like really like really really poor like the slums and he wants to get out of poverty so he 
takes a job as a driver for well he's a second driver for a rich family and um he kind of like is constantly trying to bet like constantly trying to better himself he wants to be like rich or he wants to be considered this thing called high caste so in India they have this these people called low caste and high caste and they believe that you're born into these caste so they're not class they're caste systems and so he's from low caste um and it means that if you're low caste you can't get out of it you can't get to high caste whereas the people who are wealthy obviously high caste and they're very snobby about it and actually really horrible to him so he kind of uses like illegal stuff to get to rise to the top to get to where he wants to be uh so like one of the things that happens which isn't like a big thing it happens in the start he um he kind of like he I can't remember what happens but he he gets the first driver in trouble or he makes the wealthy family distrust that driver so he becomes their only driver so he kind of gets more money and he's more trusted so he gets to go on all their um holidays and stuff and yeah, and he really gets into the family, but he's still considered low caste, so he's never, like, really rises until, yeah. Anyway, it's just a very good film. It really looks at, like, I guess it's the same as, um, I guess it's kind of the same as the platform, but in a different way. It looks at, like, how um, there's such a big disparity in India like there's like the difference between the wealthy and the poor is really extreme and it's all because of kind of like like I said this caste system that is ingrained in their heads um but yeah I I don't want to like if anybody's Indian I don't want to offend them and if I've got it wrong completely you can tell me but I just really liked the film I really really enjoyed it uh, somebody that you might know who's in it is Priyanka Chopra Jonas, as she's now known as. I know some people don't like her because she did those skin whitening adverts, but she's not in it that much and she's pretty good in it. So I'll go give it a watch. Oh, that is yeah. going right down on my list. <laughs> that is very interesting. I I might not sleep tonight. I'm just going to watch all the films. <laughs> I know, same. I've got too much to catch up on now. I feel like definitely this is, has to be a fast segment if it is bi-monthly or monthly. Definitely. I'm enjoying this because I'm getting tips and tricks. Yeah. It kind of forces me to get out of my comfort zone to watch things that I would... That is kind of something that I miss about uni. Mm. I know I complained a lot, but there was a lot of films to complain about. Not, do not get me wrong. But I miss being <laughs> forced, quote, quote unquote... Mm. watching films films. yes kind of like getting out of my comfort zone and kind of like needing to use my brain to watch a film i love that i love that i miss that i'm gonna start doing that put that into my new year's resolution (laughs) (laughs) all right all right all right guys a last film of the day for me is this is a tick tock famous film i watched it actually on Sunday. So it's my most recent watched film and it is Encanto. Encanto? Mm. Yes, Encanto. I really want to watch that. 
It is such a good film, and the reason that I watch actually put it on my um, list is, as I said, I don't really watch a lot of films, but this kind of caught up my attention. And it is a Disney film. It was produced in 2021, and it is by it is by Jared Bush. But um, yes, this film is so much more than just a film or just like this is a I put it under musical even though it's not really a musical I feel like it's a musical because it is songs and dancing and like everything that you need for a musical but anyways it represents the Latina community so well and I'm not in a Latina community at all but all over TikTok um I don't even know if this is a trusted source or not but TikTok has become very huge I feel like it should be a trusted source but so many people from that relate to it and there was this I'm gonna get my notes up so that I do not mess this up but there was this TikTok person who uh martinez i think um told uh, nbc news that not only does it have um not only does it have to deal with many people deal with pressure but it also relates to a hispanic community by where the family dynamic is brought up like that we're put under so much pressure so like showing how much pressure someone is is put under so the film is all about how um i am just gonna find the main character's name because i forgot her name i think her name is marigel uh yes maribel so maribel is like um the main narrator from this film she is a sibling and um spoiler alert i think um, it's just very early on, like I spoil a lot for like the first 10 minutes. But um, this family, they have supernatural powers. So like, for example, growing flowers, um, lifting heavy things and all those sort of things that help the community. But it's only that family that has the superpowers. While Maribel does not have the powers like her sibling does. And so, like, you see it from her perspective and how much pressure she puts towards herself and how, like, her grand... No, her mother... Is it her mother or grandma? Her mother puts in onto her because her mother got triplets, um, her and her siblings, and worked hard to become where they are, like very many, a lot of um, families have done. So there are so many people on TikTok talking about how like they relate and also not only like relating to the story, which is a very big part of the whole film, but also relating on the looks of the characters. So it's not like old Disney where everyone is kind of the same characters and like the non um, the non main characters the non protagonists there we go um are not as good looking kind of like short and a little bit chunky well like maribel is a little bit short a little bit curvier um has glasses while her sister is big and strong and thick while her sister is slender like having all of those representation within the latino community is such a good thing um so I would give this a go and they have some songs. I am not going to lie to you. The songs did not hit me as hard as some other like 
but they mm. did they did make me feel a type of way because it felt very like real it felt like real people were actually singing this it was not that much of like an auto-tune it was not that much perfected so it was very like that kind of vibe, but it was not very like something that yeah. I would play, put on a playlist and listen to but yeah I would give that a watch, guys. Yes. I really want to watch it. I've seen it um, all over TikTok as well. And I even like, watched scenes of it through TikTok and felt like I was going to cry. So I feel like I should just watch it myself. Watch it. <laughs> um, you have my Disney Plus and you... I have Sam's go. Disney Plus. It's all oh, good. I'm set up. <laughs> so what is your excuse, honey? I have no excuse. So I'll watch this weekend. Okay, so I promise I won't be long because I know we've been chatting for a while. My last film is a comedy and it's actually the last film that I watched in the cinema because that's a thing still. Barely ever go to the cinema now. But this is what I watched. I watched a film called The French Dispatch and um, it is such a good film. It's it's so easy to watch. It's by one of my all-time favourite directors, Wes Anderson. He did um, his, probably his most famous one was, oh, what is it? Fantastic Mr. Fox. So he did Fantastic Mr. Fox and he did the Grand Hotel of Budapest and he did another one about dogs. Can't remember that one, what it's called, but it's really good. Um, so, two minutes, almost done. Okay, I'll be down in a minute. <laughs> um, so yeah, sorry. Yeah, so it's called The French Dispatch and it's basically a, um, a love letter to journalists set in an outpost of an American newspaper in the fictional 20th century French city. And it brings to life a collection of these stories that were published in a magazine called The French Dispatch. So the film is kind of split into, I think it was like four films, uh, like almost like four stories. Um, and it looks at like different, uh, different stories that each like author wrote or journalist wrote in this French magazine um which uh which they kind of bring to life and it's just it's really nice like the first one is about a uh guy who's in prison but he's a really really good painter and his muse is one of the um is one of the uh the guards the security guards and so he he does all these paintings of this security guard um and then he uh doesn't want to sell them so he literally like paints the paintings onto the prison walls so they can like never be sold or taken away and it's just like little stories like that um so it's really cute uh it's got some really good people in it as well. So it's got Tilda Swinton, Leia Sedu, Sedu. Um, it's got Timothy Chalamet in. If you like him, uh, it's got who else? It's got it's got like it's got quite a big like cast in it. That's good. Um, but yeah, it's just bringing back the romance of almost like French stories and. Uh, 
French films, I guess. It's just cute. It was a film where you go like, oh, that was nice. And you just feel happy afterwards. So yeah, that is my last choice. <laughs> that is a cute film. Also gonna watch that. Um, but yes, what you said earlier, um, we have spoken for a lot, about an hour. Um, so maybe it's time to round up. But I feel like this is a bunch of great films. Yeah. And I'm excited to watch it and discuss more about it. Probably not on the podcast, but like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, definitely. I mean, maybe we can come back in a couple of weeks and talk about the films that, well, hopefully I would have watched the ones that you suggested by then and you, us, and we can see what we think. Yes, yes. We love to hear that. So we will speak to you next week. Hopefully we'll do this podcast on Sunday. Stay tuned if that's going to happen. And remember to take care of one another. Yeah. And, you know, if you've got any recommendations, like I said, or if you like any of these films, please let us know. Send us a little message from Instagram, which is Mixtalk99. Or you can always email us on mixtalk99 at gmail.com. Have a lovely week, guys. Bye. Bye.